Hi everyone, welcome back. There's no team in the world who does not struggle with poor performers. During my early days of my management career, I used to struggle with poor performers as well. I used to wish to God that I should get a magic wand and I should get rid of all the poor performers. Um, literally, I used to curse people who has hired those poor performers and put in, in my team as if somebody has done it intentionally to cause harm to me. That was very childish and immature thought process at that time. But over the next few years, something happened. Uh, my perspective started changing and I went through a moment of realization also. I exactly cannot tell you when or which particular date, but one day my pessimism about poor performers changed to optimism. Let me share with you how I managed my poor performers. Many of you do not know that I started my career in 2006 as a call center representative. My job was to fix customers' desktop, laptops and printers remotely. By God's grace, I was performing well and within my first year, I got promoted to a trainer. And then in another year's time, I saw myself becoming a team manager. And my nightmare started. Till that time, I was good at troubleshooting things myself, uh, fixing issues, making customers smile. And as a trainer, I was also good at teaching operating systems, tools, diagnosis, uh, troubleshooting tactics and making people understand how to do certain things the right way. But I never faced this challenge of transforming the performance of another person. I never felt this helplessness that I no longer can control how I perform. Every time I felt so frustrated that I felt like fixing everything, all the issues myself, rather than depending on other people to do. The initial few days of my management career was no less than a nightmare. I'm sure many of you also might have gone through that same phase. It did help though that I was young, I was workaholic, so I could do more myself to cover up some patchy performance of my teams at times. However, as my team size was growing, it was getting impossible to manage performance all by myself. Jumping into escalations, jumping onto every difficult situation and shielding your poor performers by doing a lot of their job myself. It was not practically feasible now. And I told to myself that enough is enough. I now need to depend on my team members, on other people to do my job. And I really need to get serious at uh, transforming the performance of my bottom quartile. I remember the initial days of my feedback sessions. I used to lack empathy. I used to talk more than listening. I tried honestly to implement all the HR policy on performance improvement plan. So I used to document each and every feedback and then I used to follow up on them. Uh, again document and when I saw no improvement I used to adhere to the HR policy on either termination or warning letters. So basically I was using the ship up or ship out policy. And that ship up or ship out policy was extensively in use those days by most of the organizations and most of the managers. Uh, make no mistake that I still believe a lot of organizations these days are still employing the ship up or ship out policy. So I was doing great as a manager. I mean, when I used to have my one-on-one -on -one with my manager, all the checkboxes were checked. Like, was I performing? Yes. Was I giving feedback? Yes. Was I appreciating good performance? Yes. Was I taking action on repeated poor performance as per the HR policy? 
Definitely yes. However, over the period of the next few years, I realized one thing that there were far, far more important questions than these, which were never asked to me by my managers. Um, and I'm sure that these questions were not asked by many of the managers. Uh, some of these are, is your team highly inspired to give their 100% every day? Are you taking feedback from the team about their issues and challenges? Or how many poor performers in your team have been able to transform their performance under you? Or for that matter, what is the trust level in your team? Questions like these were never asked to me by my managers. And I don't blame them. I think there is a reason why those were not asked. Some of the reasons can be that they were trying to follow uh, a normal norm. They were trying to follow the HR policy. They were influenced by their peers because their peers were not ask, asking these sort of questions to their reportees, so they were not asking. They were also highly influenced by their managers because their managers also did not ask the same questions uh, to them. It's undeniably true how much influence our managers have on us uh, in the way we manage people now. I realize that if I want to be a good leader in my life, I have to first be answerable to myself. Following the norm, following the policy book, following the instruction of your managers and peers are all good. Nothing wrong in them. And as a matter of fact, we all must do that. However, we need to be answerable to a higher moral ground if we want to be a good leader. That higher moral ground will decide whether you have to break the policy as an exception, whether you have to say no to your peers or a no to your manager. That higher moral ground will empower you to do the right thing always for your people, even if it harms you. Hitler was also honest. He was very honest to his cause, to his people, to his country. However, he is not a hero because honesty without compassion is called cruelty. Let me repeat that once again. Honesty without compassion is cruelty. So if your HR policy says that after three or four documented feedback, if the performance of your employee does not improve, you can happily fire them. Sure, you can do that. You can go ahead and do that. And you can check one more box when you have your one-on-one -on -one with your manager that you are following the HR policy. Definitely yes. But when you see that you're trying to uh, help a person improve his performance and that person is trying very hard and maybe he is unable to transform his performance in a short period of time. Maybe in the three documented feedback or the four documented feedback that you have given to that person, that person has been unable to show signs of improvement. However, you can see genuinely that that person is trying, that person is trying his level best. And if you as a manager can give him or her a few more chances, maybe just maybe he might improve uh, at that particular time you as a manager must have that moral courage to break the rule at that time as a manager must have that moral courage to go to your manager or go to your hr and convince them that we need to break this rule we need to get this thing as an exception we need to give this person some more time some more chances or for that instance when you find out that this person who is trying to improve his performance maybe it's a skill issue and this person is the only earning member of his family and if this person loses uh, his or her job then not only this person would be in trouble but his entire family would be in trouble that time also you need to have that moral courage to break the rule you need to go to your manager once again you need to go to your hr once again convince them about the situation that you are having at hand and 
convince them uh, and, and get this thing done. Um, at the end of the day, uh, you also need to make sure that uh, if you're breaking the rule, you need to have the confidence of your manager and your HR uh, along with you as well because you do not want to break their trust as well on you, right? So if we are taking a courageous decision of breaking the norm, breaking the rule in order to help somebody in your team, then make sure you engage your manager, engage your HR and then take the decision. But any which ways, let's come back to the main point. So how I manage my poor performers then? Number one, lots and lots of feedback is a key, written and verbal, online and offline, formal and informal. I cannot emphasize this more how important feedback is. You need to start talking to your poor performers, show their performances, show how their performances is impacting the overall team performance and then link that up to the overall division performance. The more you talk, the more time you spend with them, the more they will feel that you are giving your precious time for them. You should never get tired of giving them feedbacks make them instead get tired of getting one more feedback from you. If I'm proud of one thing in my management career, then that will be giving tons and tons of feedback. And that in turn has helped me to become good at it. It does not mean that I will succeed all the time, but it definitely means that I have increased my probability of success. Number two, how you are delivering the feedback is also very important. Are you simply bashing them for their poor performance? or listening to their challenges as well. Are you looking at your laptop or phone when they are talking to you or you are giving them undivided attention? Are you always talking to them from your higher position as a manager or a leader? Or sometimes you're coming down to their level, showing empathy and buy some of their reasoning if they seem to be logical, definitely. Remember that feedback is an observation rather than a conclusion. So the moment you observe something that should be worked upon immediately, immediately share your observation without judging the person. For example, if a person is unable to complete an assignment on time repeatedly, then tell him that you have observed this issue happening again and again, but keep your statement incomplete and open. Let the employee explain why it is happening and then you should try to address that why. If that fails, then only tell the employee what you think is happening and see if he agrees to work on that. Number three, ask them for feedback. What help they need from you to improve their performance and be very, very genuine. I've seen a lot of manager ask this question, ask feedback, but they are not genuine. In the sense, the moment the employee asks for something, the manager delegates that work to another senior team member or shuts down the employee saying, how can you expect your manager to do that? The ask is from you and that too, you have asked for it. So if it is feasible, always try to help the person yourself. It creates a healthy relationship and the employee will feel that he owes a good performance to you. Number four, try to observe a slight improvement in any aspect of the employee's performance and wholeheartedly praise the person in private as well as in front of the team to boost his self-confidence. Sit with the employee then and tell him that you want to see similar progress in other metrics and that you have a lot of confidence in him or her. Number five, if the employee needs training or retraining, please provide that since sometimes it can be genuine skill issue. Number six, finally, 
Try keeping most of your feedbacks documented so that if at all you think that you have tried enough and absolutely nothing can change the situation at hand or if the employee actually turns out to be a bad apple then you can proceed with your organizational policies and take action. I have been in those situations few times myself and I always told myself that it is not only the employee who failed it is also my failure as a manager but that's what a life of a manager or a leader should be filled with a lot of challenges filled with a lot of failures filled with a lot of success filled with a lot of learning filled with hard work filled with sacrifices filled with realizations which enables us to keep on improving so that's what i've learned over the years managing different teams that i am no more responsible for doing the work of my team but I am 100% accountable for the success or failure of my team. If you have transformed the performance of even a single individual in your team so far, please go ahead and share the story with me. And I'll make sure I'll publish that story on my Let Us Lead website. Because I believe stories like this, inspiring stories like this are really needed to be shared more and more with a lot of people. If you are really serious in order to create a better breed of leaders for our future generation. That's it for today. I hope you really like the video and I hope you will share the video with a lot of people so that the awareness spreads. I'll see you next time with some interesting topic. Take care and bye-bye.